Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Final Show Films. I'm Sen, your executive producer here, and I want to thank you all for tuning in. Particularly, uh, I want to thank all of our supporters on Patreon, uh, and uh, especially our $25 tier supporters on Patreon, uh, who are Jeffrey and Alexander, Samantha Bates, Catwater Flame, and L, without whom we wouldn't be able to do nearly as much of the things that we do now. So, uh, thank you all for your support, uh, and if you're watching live on Twitch, uh, please sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hi everybody, welcome to Blood on the Bayou, the Vampire the Masquerade Chronicle we're playing here on Final Show Films. My name is Julia and I will be your storyteller for the evening. Uh, we are down a couple of our cast members tonight, um, health issues and whatnot, so we wish them all a speedy recovery and uh, hopefully they will join us again next week. Uh, the people who are here tonight, we will start our introductions with Katie. Hi, I'm Katie. I play uh, Mercy Ransom, the Toreador Primogen, and I don't know if I'm going to survive this. Remains to be seen. Uh, <laughs> Guire. Guire? Hi, I'm Guire, and I'm playing. I'm being played by Shawnee. <laughs> uh, I'm Shawnee, or William, and I'm playing Guire Vincente, the uh, Asamite sorceress, who is almost certainly going to survive this because she's nowhere near that. And Jeremy. Well, uh, I'm Jeremy. I am playing Catriona for the next 15 minutes, probably at least. I don't know. Maybe even less than that. Uh, uh, she's a lawyer and a Giovanni. Very good. Uh, so, as always, trans rights are human rights. Black lives matter. Eat the rich. Fuck the Supreme Court. And... Please forgive me because I am about to soapbox. Um, Go for it. What is going on in America right now is absolutely abhorrent. Um, there's been a lot of news coming out lately about the LGBTQIA plus community and all of the bills that are coming out to target not only the, the homosexual crowd, but also trans individuals. Um, it hits me a, a little hard because I am one myself. Um, obviously, we here at Final Show Films are all in support of the Alphabet Mafia. Um, so recent legislation and laws that are happening in places like Tennessee, where they're forcibly transitioning children uh, who are have waited their whole lives to figure out who they are and take the steps to becoming who they're meant to be um, pisses me off just a teensy bit. So I just want to say, hug your loved ones. Remember to be allies to those who are in your lives that are under the umbrella. Um, and remember your vote matters, so when things do come up on the ballot, pay attention, go and vote, because genocide is happening in the United States right now against everybody under that umbrella. Uh, Texas is passing laws that um, outwardly discriminate against homosexuals by 
solely supporting heterosexual ways of life, um, bordering on Handmaid's Tale levels. Um, there was a politician in Tennessee who called for lynchings again. Um, things are going crazy, and just remember, if you need to step away and shut off social media and the news to do that. But don't let the issues that are affecting people that you know and people that you love um, go by the wayside. Because especially the youth within the LGBTQIA plus community, um, they see this. And they know who their allies and their true friends are. Yep. Um, so just hug your loved ones tight and keep everybody who is in that close to you and safe as you can. And I think that's all for my my spiel, unless anyone else needs to add anything to that. Uh, I mean, you put it pretty eloquently. Um, there's a whole lot of there's a whole lot of bills going on all over the place. Whether it's that and beyond bills, just people calling for things. <clears throat> CPAC this past weekend. Um, bills to 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 ban or 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 restrict drag performances which is how a lot of the discrimination bills started as a history lesson um look at look up the three piece clothing rule from, from new york city um so it's yeah keep an eye on this shit shout yell yell at everybody you can don't stay quiet So tabletops. Uh, um, last session, we it was a bit of a doozy. Um, we started with Guire uh, making her way to the pier north of town and having a small chat with one Irene Moretti, who, after some polite convincing, uh, gave up the whereabouts of Marquez Moore, who Guire is after for throwing a Molotov and severely injuring and disfiguring Charlotte. Uh, Charlotte, of course, will be better with time, but as it stands, uh, she's pretty fucked up. Um... Guire then left to go handle that. Uh, Rahab spent a fun evening with Alexander collecting some blood for the members of Elysium, uh, or at least the uh, individuals who were attacked at Elysium, and did a little bit of theft. Um, not too bad. Uh, just switched a license plate. Uh, 
after returning, they were asked to hold another blood drive. Um, and then we have the big ticket item that happened last week. Where Simon, Kat, and Mercy, I don't know why I blanked on your name for a second, uh, visited one Elena, Elena Moreau, formerly known as the Crimson Mask, formerly known as the Toreador Primogen. Uh, where Mercy had a fairly deep heart-to-heart, or so Elena thought, uh, where she learned about not only her past 60 years in the home, uh, but also the fact that after so long, Elena was able to fall in love again. Of course, tragically, Thomas and Jenny were taken away from her. And the mood turned sour relatively quick when Kat attempted a rigor mortis, which did not go according to plan. Um, a staking was attempted, which also did not go according to plan. And uh, we are currently in the middle of a fight after El Elena has just removed a knife from the back of her spine and stared Mercy in the face. Uh, the last lines of the night were, See, unlike my name, I don't have a lot. I'm not scared of you. To which Elena replied, That's your problem. So our camera opens with an individual on a motorcycle. <laughs> driving to a the northern part of town. Having gotten the address for Marquez Moore from Irene Moretti, of course, with that small bit of cajoling and uh, fire. Guire, what is going through your mind as you are pulling up to this house? Um, it's surprisingly quiet. Um, when Guire is often described as the eye of the storm, it is not a... It's less metaphorical than you think. When she is on a task, when she has a job to do, there is not a lot of noise in her head. It is very much a very simple, methodical task at hand mission in front of her situation. The flair for the dramatics is almost on instinct. She doesn't really think about it. So the address you were given is actually not too far from, <clears throat> forgive me, not too far from the University of New Orleans. Uh, it is a small apartment complex. Uh, roughly 14 building or 14 um, apartments. This medication's kicking my ass. <laughs> and uh, you were, of course, given the apartment number, which was seven. And uh, mm -hmm. how do you proceed? Is this a go up to the door? Is this a 
kick in the door? Is this a wait until he tries to leave sort of situation? So, uh... Wire needs to get a snack on the way. Just because okay, she wants can to make do sure that. topped off. What kind of role do I need to make to see how much I can find quickly? Mm-hmm. She's not being subtle about it. She's very much just a, hey, friend, come here for a second. Okay. Um, go ahead. We can do this quick and dirty. Go ahead and give me a uh, Dex and Brawl. Difficulty six. Five successes. Yep. Uh, you are able to... Are you going after one or two individuals? Uh, like a, a couple, probably. A couple, okay. Uh, then give me one more roll. Uh, another five successes. Okay. Um, so you are able to find three individuals. Even more, actually, if unnatural grace applies in the situation. Mm-hmm. There'll be eight uh, if it does. You're able to find three individuals. How much blood are you taking from each of them? Uh, the safe amount. Okay, so, so the, the standard three. Yeah, so nine blood total. Mm-hmm. I actually only need seven, so that's fine. Fantastic. Uh, and so um, when she gets there, the first thing that she does as she walks under the cover of her shroud um, is she <coughs> activates her silence of death. Mm. Uh, which I believe I just need to spend the blood point on. One second. I believe that is the case as well. The masquerade. Uh, core rules. Because uh, that is obfuscate. Sorry, uh, not obfuscate. Um, quietness. Yeah, silence of death. Uh, it doesn't actually. Oh, which costs one blood? What blood point to activate? Yeah, so I spend one blood point to activate silence of death. And then I spend another one to activate Machine Blitz. Actually, I don't have I don't have to roll the I don't have to spend a blood point to activate Machine Blitz. It's a ritual. So you're making all of the technology in the area not work. Yeah, uh, I need to roll. It is just a ritual roll. Okay, so yeah, I just need to so roll for it. I remember the ritual difficulty is the level of the ritual plus three. Plus three. Yeah, it is diff five. It's a intelligence and a cult roll. I make it. Successes, okay. So how long does that mean it lasts? Uh, as long as I'm concentrating on it. Okay. Fantastic. So as you approach the apartment building, the street lights shut off and the the block just goes dark. And there is a moment of 
quiet before you start hearing voices inside of the apartment buildings around you. Well, I don't hear anything. There is a 20-foot area of absolute silence around me. That is correct. That is my bad. So as you make your way up to the third floor, describe how you're going to... Are you... Are you going in the front door? Yes, very much. Um, so how are you? How are you doing this? Um, she will awaken the blade. Uh, she will use her her um, awakening of steel, pure steel skin, um, to cut the door down in one swing. Okay. Uh, that's a simple willpower roll of diff six or hang on. Vomiturgy is difficulties on thaumaturgy is the level of the ritual plus is it also two or three? Uh Level plus three. So yeah, diff six, cost of blood point. Uh, so dice, willpower. Yep. Okay. So you click the button on your cane and pull out your sword in one swift motion. Uh, from the bottom right of the door you go up go across and down in one swift movement as the entire thing collapses into four pieces silently in the living room of this bill of this apartment is there anyone inside the living room uh not the living room no uh there is a there is a tv uh no longer on um there is a it's a very it's very simply furnished it's a couch a recliner the tv basically nothing else in the room she'll walk to the back where the bedroom is so as as you're walking you get about five feet from the bedroom door and it opens. And you're invisible, correct? Or are you... Yeah, was, yeah I, I maintain the cloak of shadows. So as long as I don't do anything that is obvious and makes a lot of noise, I am invisible. Okay. Which there's, a, there's an orb of silence around me. So... <laughs> so... Marquez opens the door and begins walking towards the living room. A pair of daggers stamp into his feet to nail him to the floor. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead and roll that for me. Celerity blades. What difficulty is that? Is that? Uh, it's going to be set at seven. 
putting willpower into this. Okay. Five, four, six, five successes. Mm-hmm. Counting the specialization in blaze. Yep. Uh, so go ahead and roll me your damage. Oh, she's absolutely boosted her uh, her strength with this, by the way. Oh, I don't doubt it. Uh, so her strength is currently six. So that's going to be daggers are strength plus one. And that's five successes. So it's going to be six, seven plus four, 11 dice. Wow. But that is still a success in all of that. Actually, yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a damage off of that. Yeah. It's fine. I just need to pin him. And and for, so for everybody playing along at home in the podcast version that's not watching this, um, Inquire just rolled 11 dice and... Uh, A6 and two ones in there. Yeah, A6 and two ones. And uh, no successes aside from the willpower. Well, the one six. Oh yeah, the one six. My bad. Uh, so... It's only, one, it's only one damage to him, but... It is interesting, and you're used to it, but uh, it is interesting seeing uh, someone scream without a uh, noise coming out of their mouth. At which... You can he, obviously see me at that point, because yeah. I, have, I have intruded myself upon And now is when I need the two of us to roll initiative. Unless you're taking this the uh, diplomatic approach before just going straight to combat. Oh, he can he can try if he wants. Uh, she'll be she'll be doing things while he's trying to fight back, but initiative. 17. You are going first. Dude, roll to one. It is not your day today, Marquez. All right. Um, Spending one blood to boost my dexterity to six. A second one to use both of my celerity dots for extra actions. Okay. Uh, second dagger in the other foot. Okay. Uh, so that one first. Four successes. Not not bothering to put a willpower into this. 
So that'll be 10 dice. More damage this time. Uh, that is actually discounting the ones. That's four damage. Okay. So and then to roll his stamina to soak. So he takes three damage. <laughs> okay. Um, so you have other actions this turn? Yes, I have two more actions. Um, so, uh, third one, um, the blade comes up, aiming to sever an arm. This is the blade that has burning blade on it, so this is aggravated mm. damage. Okay. Would that be regular diff six, or is that higher, higher up as well, because it's still a targeted shot? Um, I think somewhere as broad as the arm isn't going to be... No, it would still be diff six. Only two successes that time. So it's just going to be... The blade is more than strength plus one. Hang on. Um, where is equipment in the core book? And folks, this is why you don't piss off an asinine. Where are weapons? Where are the weapons? Mer. I need to figure out what my sword does. Uh, sword is strength plus two. Thank you. So that's uh, six, seven, eight, nine dice. Uh, four more damage. Okay. This is aggravated damage. Which you can't soak. Correct? Not unless he has fortitude. Nope. As a discipline. Mm, no, he does not have fortitude. Ooh. Okay. Now that's the only blow of the blade that can deal aggravated damage. The the burning blade ritual is spent on it now, but I'm hoping that was enough to sever an arm. Oh, yeah, there is... It It comes down with a... no noise at all. You would, you would think there would be a sickening thud as it hit the ground. Um, but again, there is that silent scream as he just looks over at his lost limb and then looks back at you in desperation. And the uh, third action is... Uh my hand with the, 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 the muscles bulging on the arm just clamps around his lower jaw and pulls him in very close. Just muffling the scream as I let go of the, of the shroud of death. Okay. Uh, so it's just a basic dex brawl to get a hold of him. I'm going to roll my chomp, even if I'm not actually chomping him yet. 
Six good days. enough. So you reach out and grab his face and pull him in close. I gave you the chance to walk away from all this and live. And you squandered it. I don't make a habit out of giving third chances. Forgive me. It's taking me a second to get down into his voice. Um, which I have been informed is going to be a struggle. Um, I was just doing what Glory wanted. And you thought that it'd be a good idea to throw a Molotov into the face of someone I care dearly about. I didn't know you liked the pet, okay? Ooh. Degrading names after I just told you I cared about them. You're not a smart man, Marquez. Well, I've learned one thing. It's, uh... And it's glad I, I guess I'm glad I learned it right before I died, but never trust a woman. She rips his arm off with her bare hands. His other arm. Let's him scream for it. Okay, um, go ahead and give me a another give me a strength and brawl. Difficulty. Uh, we're gonna go with eight. Okay, putting willpower into this one. Five successes. And there is that familiar, sickening, ripping and tearing as the sinew and muscle just detach. And it's kind of satisfying. Um, Probably very satisfying for Guire as you just let that arm drop as he starts screaming violently. You know, it's been a long time since I actually let loose. Normally it's efficient. Take them alive. Stake them. But you... Oh, the prince didn't care what I do to you. If I know the way Glory is the, thinking, she's not going to care about a lot soon. Now, see, you start talking like that, and you think you're going to wiggle your way out of this with some kind of juicy bit of information. Unfortunately, I'm the reason Glory told you to call that shit the fuck off. And then you didn't.
There's no chance he'd let me go on just following orders. You actually weren't, because Gloria gave you the order to stop. So no, you weren't following orders, Marquez. You were doing whatever your damn fool heart desired. How'd that work out for you? I'm allowed to decline answering this one, right? You can. She sort of puffs her neck, the shoulders sort of rippling with the extra muscle mass gain from spending blood on strength. No, this, this calls for a personal touch. She says she pulls out a unique dagger among her collection. One that she has had since before she was a vampire. One that she fled the state of Texas with. This was my first ever kill weapon. In fact, it was the weapon that the man who tried to rape me had. The man who thought he could break me and make me his own. And it ended up in his throat. I think it's only fitting. As I plunge it into his throat. Go ahead and roll it. Diff five. Eleven successes. Just because I want to see. Go ahead and roll it for me. That's uh, ten successes plus seven. So seventeen dice. Uh, 12 damage. So as you plunge the dagger in, there's that slight squelch and then crunch as you go through the windpipe and through bone. And you see his eyes just go white as every bit of life leaves his body. And you just very simply put a hand on his chest, pull the dagger out, and he falls like a sack of potatoes. There's a stomp. The daggers leave his feet. She just picks them both up. Mm. And she walks out humming her lullaby. And as as any method of recording this or calling police or doing anything about it is non-functioning right now. Absolutely fantastic. So where is Guire headed next? Uh, she probably parked her motorcycle a couple of blocks away. Mm -hmm. uh, because obviously it wasn't going to function for her to drive away on it while she was concentrating on Machine Blitz. So she walks a couple of blocks, keeping it up, then lets it go when she gets back to her motorcycle. Um, and heads back to Elysium to report her job well done. Okay. So as Guire drives off towards the Museum of Art, our camera shifts to a fairly large two-story 
ranch style home in the suburbs of New Orleans, uh, which is currently the scene of um, a murder, attempted murder. No, no, there's going to be a murder. It just depends on who gets murdered. Uh, Many attempts. Self-defense murder is still murder. That's manslaughter, technically. Eh. But murder sounds better. It's only mans. It's only manslaughter if you had no intent of killing some. Like if you were, if she would be doing this anyways if she got the opportunity. Let's not confuse ourselves. Remember, folks, you can't spell manslaughter without laughter. This is true. So the scene is as follows. Cat is standing just at the threshold of the kitchen, uh, gun in her hand. Uh, Drevian, Drevian, damn it. I'm telling you, the meds are screaming at me. Simon is currently on the floor with a stake through his chest. And Mercy oh, is right. It doesn't face. matter that Drev isn't here because Simon's on because Simon's staked. It worked out. <laughs> it worked oh, out. Uh, and Mercy is standing face to face with Elena, who is currently armed with the knife that was formerly in her neck. And if memory serves, she still has movement. Because oh, yeah, she just started her turn. Around. She does, yes. Uh, how much XP does a replacement character get? You think I'm joking? I have the character already statted out with everything except XP. No, I I don't think you're joking, <laughs> and I think to to sit comparable, you'll need about eighty. Dope. Oh my god. So, um, having just said that's your problem. Hmm. In a very swift motion, she flips the knife around her hand to use it underhanded. Mm-hmm. And takes a swing at you. Okay. Mercy. She doesn't get to add her decks to the rolls. Well, her celerity. Mm-hmm. Okay. That is this one. So she lashes out and cuts across your arm. Um, two damage, you can soak it with your stamina. I will do that. Uh, so you will have to roll that. Um, roll stamina versus six. Mm-hmm. And fortitude if you have it. It's a good question. Uh, 
Stamina, I know I have. Mm-hmm. Fortitude would be under disciplines if you have it. I would imagine you don't because you're a Toreador. Yeah, no. But it is a generic discipline, so weirder shit has happened. Uh, Did I just click on... Oh, I can't do that. What is the stamina rule? Sorry. Uh, If you just go to dice and then just put in stamina... Uh, make a new roll. Just put in just stamina. Div six. Click roll. Or you can just roll the number of d10s that you have for stamina. Difficulty six. Yep. I want to see if the dice are on my side. Figure. Okay, so that is two lethal damage to you. Okay. Yay. And as she finishes the arc up, she goes straight for the chest. Stabbing at you again with that knife. And botching. So having learned from the first attack and seeing it quickly, you move to the side and bash her elbow. The knife, Her arm swings around to your back and she loses grip on the knife as it clatters to the floor behind you. I'm gonna pick that son of a bitch up. <laughs> uh, she is out of actions, so it is Simon Katzner. All right, um... Fuck, this got bad real quick. Uh, 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 um, there is no way. The, the, we know her, her generation is really high, so I'm not going to try to dominate. Um, uh, <laughs> Yeah, I got no willpower, so I got one thing. I, I, I... Well, I have two things left to do, but it is not yet the situation where I need to run and leave you behind. So, like you don't know that's going to happen right, if it right. gets this bad. Uh, yeah. We go try and... Sh- you the bitch in the head. Um, cheese it. So a headshot is minus two accuracy. It's a plus, yeah, plus two difficulty. Plus two difficulty. Okay. Since so um, six is me. Uh so so difficulty eight. Um You got a success. I got a success. Good. Uh, now damage. Guns uh... tend to have higher, just straight up damage because they don't add anything to it. I believe, right? 
I believe Anglank. The one thing that this character sheet doesn't have doesn't have an easy way to roll damage, so I didn't put it down, so I have to look it up. I believe Anglank is just five, maybe even four. Uh, combat. Combat maneuvers, I think it's right around here. Uh... Yep, four. Four what? Four damage. Uh, I don't know. Oops, I rolled 41d0, not 40 dead. Oh, Jesus. Well, you rolled zero. I was about to say. <laughs> I was very confused there for half a second. I was about to say, what the fuck was that? Uh, two damage. Okay. And because it's to the head, this is lethal. Even though it's a bullet. Okay, so we're going to roll her stamina to see if she can soak it. Watch it, bitch, watch it. She takes two lethal. Okay, okay, okay. We're still fucked, but okay. Uh, uh that that's all I got. Okay. Mercy, it is your turn. My turn. What do I want to do? What do I want to do? I'm good at creative ways of killing. I'm not good at efficient ways of killing. Um, I'm drawing a blank. Well, currently... Where should I stick the knife? Uh, typically speaking, somewhere between the neck and forehead. You know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a... Because you went right here. Right? Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, I'm going to go for this part of the neck. Yeah. Right. Right. Right here. Okay. The front of the neck. There's a medical term. I don't know what it is. The front of the net. Uh, trachea. Mm-hmm. Trachea. Yes, that one. All right. Go ahead and give me your uh, dex and melee. <sighs> Difficulty seven. I. Just difficult. Why is there a modifier on there? Did I spend a willpower on that? Are you spending willpower on this? I was trying to figure out what I did what's last the, time. What's the modifier on? It was on negative one. 
Oh, probably for um, having trouble hitting things because you were blinded for a second. Oh, okay. Uh, can I use a willpower? Yes. Okay, so do I need to change anything? No, it's just auto-calculated. Um, we'll, we just remember that after you roll, you have one extra success regardless of what you rolled. Okay. You got this. Two successes. All right. So go ahead and roll your damage. Which is... an extra one. It's your strength plus one plus an extra one. So your strength plus two. Uh, That's four. Mm -hmm. The target number is six. Four four dice? Yeah, four dice. Uh, Four D10. Looking for sixes. Difficulty six. Mm-hmm. And you will ignore the effect of any ones on the roll. So just if you see any ones, just add them to the total of what it says. Oh, wait. That is so bad. zero. Damn it. I forget, does Vampire or World of Darkness, period, do uh, you always take one or? Mm, no. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. They're supernatural creatures, so if they... You can fully soak even if you get hit. Yeah, I think humans always take at least one damage if they get hit by, like, a gun or something. I mean, even then, it's like, okay, yes, you got hit, but, well, odds are, I mean, as long as there's a damage roll, a human isn't soaking any of it, because yeah. they can't soak lethal. But you could, like, hit someone, and it just happens to pass through their jacket and miss their body, or something weird like that. So you reach down, grab the knife up, and then stab really quick at the trachea. And as you do so, she jerks her head back, and the knife slides down into the cavity in between your collarbones, uh, not piercing anything. And that's it for Mercy. Yeah. Makes it Elaine's turn, so that's it for Mercy. <laughs> the the rule the rules for how damage works in World of Darkness have changed from edition to edition. So. Yeah, they've changed a little bit. They always they, they like to shake things up. Okay, so Leah's going to spend a blood point, activate her celerity. She's going to reach up, and you have not let go of the knife yet. She grabs your hand forcibly and just yanks the knife out of her own throat. I'm going to enjoy killing you. I really am. You know, it's really going to be difficult to find a new hobby after I'm gone, since you're so obsessed with me. Percy, can you please give me a 
Give me a manipulation and intimidation roll difficulty eight. I really don't want to roll dice right now. <laughs> manipulation and intimidation. Uh, difficulty eight. Mm -hmm. God, damn it. That's not uh, Quit doing that. Okay, it's unfortunately a wash. So she smiles and then with your own hand turns the dagger around and tries to plunge it into your chest again. She does succeed this time, unfortunately. Okay, uh, so you need to soak three damage. Could so be yours. Go ahead and roll your stamina. That's on your YouTube too. So under this, under the ability column, is it just none? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, just stamina none. Difficulty six. six. Okay. Hey, you took two of it. So you only take one. One level of lethal damage. Oh, so it is important to note because you've taken a few levels of damage, your actions have wound penalties right now. So you have a minus one to all of your die pools. Because you've taken three, I think. Yeah. It'll say beside whatever level yeah. of health you're at. Yeah, it'll mm -hmm. say what your wound penalty is. Yeah. You feel the knife go in, and it's been a long time since you've been seriously injured. And there's just that burning sensation as it pierces your flesh. Uh, and then it goes away as... She presses her foot to your stomach and pulls it out, pushing you against the wall. In one quick motion, she turns around and throws the knife at Cat. I mean, that makes sense. Guess this is going to. No, no, it'll still be the same role. Okay. Uh -huh. Yeah, the knife comes at you fast. Uh-huh. Dicks into your shoulder. Uh three damage. Oh, okay. Um Hmm. 
I have just a stamina in here yet. Uh, stamina, none. If six. I, hey. All right. All right. I only okay. have one. Okay. okay. You guys okay. are. And so okay. then it is Simon's turn. And Kat, it is back to you. Simon does nothing. I mean, legit. <laughs> um,. I need her. I need. Uh, uh. I will say she is looking rough. Okay. Talking wounded rough, mauled rough, crippled rough. I don't know that we'll. We would. Neither of us are doctors, so. I mean, fair. Um. You know what? I'm gonna. Nah, I, 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 so I'm going to rush her. Okay. Because I want to get this gun under her chin. Okay. See if I can, see if I can get a point blank, point blank shot. Um, yeah, I should. Uh, um, I need. Does point blank do anything aside from give them the chance to try and counteract? Um, it, it used to. It, I, it might just be for, uh, um, uh, it might just be for dramatic purposes right now, but. Uh, I shoot at someone at point blank range used to be a lower difficulty. I don't know if it is. Hang on. I don't see it. But yeah. That looks actively annoyed for about half an instant and runs up and she is just wrapping her arm around her, like pulling her in. And then I'm going to do a three round burst headshot. So it's okay. plus one difficulty. So that makes it difficulty nine, but I get two extra dice in accuracy. Uh, oh, plus modifiers. Or, you know, my gun could jam. So, yeah, that happened. Yep, that happened. Shit. Okay. Keep uh, that oh, she's going to keep that hold. Okay. She's going to look over the shoulder to uh, 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 Mercy 
she looks really annoyed by this. But she's going to just mouth run. Uh, actually, you are correct. Point blank shots are diff four. In 20? Yeah, I just looked it up. Where? Uh, page uh, 278. Range weapon charts list each weapon short range. Attacks made at that range are versus difficulty six. Twice that listing is weapon's maximum range. Attacks made at max range are diff eight. Attacks made at targets within two meters are considered point blank. Point blank shots are made versus difficulty four. Fair enough. Let me re-roll that. Um, yeah, go ahead and do so that. That would be diff five then. Yes. Because it's or wait. It would be it would be plus two no, for framing a headshot. Seven. It'd be diff, diff seven. seven. It'd be diff seven. Plus two for headshot, plus one for, for three round burst. That's much better. That is much, much better. Go ahead and roll your damage. So that is nine dice damage? Uh it's the the base damage the Glock no, is eight eight dice damage. Yeah, eight dice. Four it for is, the four for yeah. the the gun, four for the extra successes. Oh yeah. my god! Hey, that uh, is three damage, three, three lethal damage. What's the actual? Okay. Um, Point blank range is your friend. Oh my god, I'm so glad you looked that now, up. <laughs> theoretically, so uh, the- theoretically, being being the, the 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 close combat fighter that she is, she could make a willpower roll to try and abort her next action to try and deflect that shot because she could blank. Yeah, or she could just try and soak it. <laughs> try and soak it, and then. Spend blood to heal because I'm sure she can heal like most of the damage we've done in a round. Yeah, being she's the same generation as I am, she can at least heal three damage in a round. So she botched her soak roll. <laughs> Take all three out of damage. Mm-hmm. Good. So, how's she feeling? As as you watch Cat just zoom quickly and wrap her arm around your sister's head, she puts the gun to to her chin and fires. There is a hole that just bursts through the cranium, blood and brain matter going all over the kitchen. Mercy, it is your turn. In that case, ignore what everything that I said that happened after the gunshot. It doesn't <laughs> happen. <laughs> I so, so clarification. This may sound like a very stupid question, but it's important. Nope. Is her head still attached? Yes. Okay. It just has three holes. A gigantic hole. Three additional Uh, holes in it. Three additional Uh, holes. I would... 
Is there a meat cleaver in the kitchen? Yeah. I would like to have that. Okay. And I'd like to lay my sister down. She's probably already down, but. No, she's still being held up by. She's being Kat. held up. And she's I, not dead. Cat, you mind holding her to the ground? We're still in combat. <laughs> I don't think she's inactive yet. You still need to get some more damage in before she goes in the torpor. She goes in the torpor. Okay. You can always use celerity. Go grab that bee cleaver and just lay into her. Yes, I was trying to figure out the. I didn't want to like harm cats. So I was trying to. I was trying because I wanted to decapitate her. Eh, I'm fine. <laughs> I don't think the. I don't think you'll make it go through two necks. Well, the way I've been rolling, probably not. Um, yeah, I'm gonna use. I do the thing. Uh, use celerity. Grab the meat cleaver and just I'm gonna go for the head. Okay. Go ahead and roll your uh dex and melee. I'm sorry, you lose your dex. Uh no, you lose your celerity. You still get your oh, dex and right. melee. Yeah. Uh, you don't add your celerity to this if you're taking extra yeah. actions. Okay. Equal to the number of celerity that you've used for extra actions, I should say. So, remove your celerity. Uh, it's going to be difficulty eight because it is a headshot. Uh, actually, I'm going to make it difficulty seven because she's being held in place. Difficulty seven? Yes. And I do what with my celerity? Uh, don't add it, just your dexterity and melee. Okay. Just don't botch. Oh, now you're just asking too much. You didn't botch. Botch. So go ahead and roll your damage. It's your strength plus one. Uh, be three. Three dice, difficulty six. Mm -hmm. Yep. Nothing. Why do I keep doing that? So as you go to plunge that knife or slam that knife into her head, she tilts it slightly to the side and it cuts in but does not hit anything super vital. Um, how many more actions do you have? I don't know. What's your uh, celerity? What's your celerity rating? Um, celerity. Uh, two. 
So, so you an action have... to retrieve the knife and an action to make a swing. So then one more for another one more swing. action. Yeah, one more action. You get one more swing. Mm, swing again. Okay. Any disciplines on this? No. No. Yeah, that that would normally be your celerity, but because you're making multiple actions using it, you don't get it. Yep. Okay. And difficulty seven. Mm-hmm. Okay. Please. Wait, that was just three dice. That wasn't your melee roll. Uh, three dice is the melee roll. Now her normal melee roll is five dice. Wound penalties. Probably. Oh, no, I think the first melee roll had celerity added to it on accident. Oh, well. mm. Yeah. Not that it did anything. Okay, so... Yeah. Pull, pull back and swing, and she thrashes violently to the left. Oh, shit. And it's her turn. Well, I mean, if she wants to heal herself, it takes one of her potential actions to do that. Yes. Uh, Healing, I'm pretty sure, is an incidental. I believe it's a standard action in combat. Hang on. Using blood pool. Well, my my follow-up question is, can she use a blood point if she's also healing? Uh, no. Uh, a vampire may spend one blood point to heal one normal or or bashing. Bashing only is a health level of damage. Characters must be resting and relatively inactive for this healing to take place, although it is rapid. One blood point per turn may be spent to heal one health level. The vampires of lower generation can heal as many as they can spend blood points. So they can't do it mid-combat. Okay. Uh. Don't know if I love that change. So I have to make a roll. I'm about to get at. Melina, what's your self control? Okay. Um, Mercy, you see your sister's generally bright green eyes go a dark crimson red. Now you should run. As she reaches out to grab you. Dex and brawl. Do friends and vampires ignore wound penalties? Yes. That's fun. Uh huh. <laughs> That's not the number I need to roll. Okay. So she does reach out and grab you. 
she gets a purchase. And now let's see. Ten dice. Ten dice, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, no. Ten dice. Wait. Goose egg. <laughs> I accept this. As she goes in for a bite. Uh, not a one. She she barely got a hold of you. And as she went in for her bite, you just yank back. She bites into open air. She goes one more time for another grab. After a bit of squirming, she grabs a hold of you again. Makes one more attempt. One. One damage. I mean... Yeah. yeah. One damage or one success to hit? Or one... No, she... Oh, yeah, that is one success to hit. Uh, so, yeah, so it's going to be strength plus, I think teeth is what, plus two? Uh, for vampires? Uh, combat maneuvers, bite, I, uh, no, plus one. Plus one? Okay. It's a dagger. It's a dagger in your mouth. Of course, if it's, if it's a bite to do damage or if it's a bite to what is she frenzying? Never mind. I don't think she's. I don't think she's low on blood. She's frenzying on damage, not blood loss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, it is aggravated. Yes, unfortunately. But good news. Good news. She does not have a good strength. Okay, so this is this is a bite to bite. Um, two damage coming your way. I think that's just two damage because you I just have you, to take. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, have, you don't have no, fortitude. So. No soak for that. So you're at what five? Okay, mm-hmm. Pat, it is your turn. Well, shit, I hope I don't botch this. Um, another point blank shot. Another point blank shot. Wait, let me, let me, I'm pretty sure I'm fine in terms of. How much ammo do you have left? That's what, I, that's what I'm thinking. Um, I mean, it is. So it's got. I should be fine. So I've done a three round burst. I fired just two other times, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, I've still got. I've still got like 10, 10 bullets in the chamber. Um, yeah, magazine's 18, isn't it? Uh, 15 20. plus one. Okay, 15 plus one. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're good. So for flavor, I know functionally this doesn't change anything, but for flavor, 
the barrel just gets stuck in one of those holes in the back since she turned to me. Hmm. Like if it goes through your head too, that's that 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 that's a you problem. Um. So three round burst. Point blank. Three successes to hit. So that is six dice of damage. That is two damage. So, Kat, as you put the gun into the hole in Elena's head and pull the trigger, you feel the body convulse once and then go rigid. I grab it and just sort of shove it aside. Take a moment to see if the if the bullet ricocheted through and 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 hit you. See that it doesn't go. All right, good. No, she, she Elena's body hits the f- floor with a deafening thud. Ta-da! It's about fucking time. As we're both like standing there, just utterly covered in blood and gore, and just everything nasty. Now is uh, Simon is unconscious because his stake shoved in his chest, right? Yes. I grab the stake, I rip it out, I shove it in the Toreador, not the one that's still standing. You want to be more specific there, Cat? <laughs> the ultimate. Didn't the see ultimate. this coming, did you? No. Uh, Damn Giovanni's. I, 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 I stake mercy. I kill Simon. And I set it up to to, to look like the, the, the two Toreador killed each other. And then I claim all the power. The okay. only thing I had run through my head was turn around, stake the Lannister, send their regards. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, it's just yunk, yunk, and then just is is stomp it down until it, that shit is in. <clears throat> there reaches a certain point where uh, stomping just. <laughs> I hear the knock on the floor because it's gone all the way through. Congratulations. Simon. You have a nearly dead Elena. A nearly dead? I mean, he's staked. But here's the question. Mm-hmm. Do you actually want to kill her? Yes. Or do you want her to be stuck forever? I want to grow rose bushes out, right, of the, right. out of the fettered remains of her corpse. It's probably going to turn into dust. I want ashes, ashes make good fertilizer. <laughs> I true. want to take her ashes. And I would take one of those fucking rose bushes, and I want to transplant it in my yard, so she can actually be useful for once. 
All right, do your thing. I will. I will prep the location. I will. I'm going to get rid of evidence, or prep to get rid of evidence. Do we like her neighbors? Her neighbors we... haven't done anything. That wasn't what I asked. <laughs> I don't know her neighbors. <laughs> so we don't care about her neighbors then. Not really. No. Okay. Cool. I'm gonna go 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 see if she has any gasoline, uh, anything like that. If not, fine. We're just turning the stove up. Um, Light it up. We're turning the gas on. Okay. Um, <clears throat> where are you looking for gas exactly? Uh, go down into the basement, boiler room, anything like that. Uh, garage if she has one. There is a shack outside that has a small lawnmower and a full tank of gas. Like a full canister of gas. Right, okay. I'm not like having to take the, the lawnmower inside and... <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so I take my, I, I, I take the gas can I'm bringing in it side, and I am starting to set this place up to burn like nothing else. Okay. Oh, I should note because it wasn't like clear when Guire left. She made sure that he was dead. By the way, not not like leaving him in torpor, like dead, dead. I kind of figured. Okay, so Cat is setting the house up mafia style. Yep. Nick, I'm not, I'm not saying that Giovanni lives the stereotype, but Giovanni lives the fucking stereotype. When you join the family, you join forever. Stereotypes work for me. So, Mercy, exactly how are you killing your sister? Um, I'm going to chop her up put her in the casket dig up a rose bush and put it in my front yard okay <clears throat> so you get to hacking her to bits. And Simon sits up finally. Welcome to the land of the living-ish. You missed a lot. Obviously. Slacker. I'm going to guess that wasn't done with a knife. So uh, how many shots were fired exactly? Uh, I lost count. Uh, I'm sure the cops... Oh, uh, don't worry about the cops. It's Mardi Gras. It's Mardi Gras where there are a bunch of vampire murders going on outside. I mean, hopefully not looking like vampire murders, but 
The cops are preoccupied. And the the the, the we don't we're not going to have to worry about witnesses. A little bit concerning, but okay. I'm like, <laughs> I'm chopping my sister up. I'm putting her in the casket. Uh, stealing a rose bush, and Kat's going to make it go boom. I'm sorry, you're going to have to give up your seat in the hearse for just a moment. Oh, that's okay. I can I can sit in the back seat. Uh, how can I help? You want to dig up a rose bush? I can do that. He just walks out into the backyard. I follow behind because I'm leaving a trail of gasoline to go into like I'm trying to get it to spread to neighboring houses. Okay. I mean, easy enough. Uh, you have about... I'm a monster. Two gallons here. Sweet. So you can you can easily coat the kitchen really quickly and then just... go nuts. So... Is there anybody from the neighboring house paying attention? I mean, they undoubtedly have heard the gunshots. Maybe they're deep sleepers. I mean, you sort of have to be to live in this area, like, around this time of year, but... No one on either of the back porches. Okay. Once all of that is done, that's fine. I had accounted for that possibility. Um... I'm probably going to have to make a humanity roll because once all that's done, I'm assuming it's taken a while to like dig up rose bushes and like transport bodies and shit. Um, I will take off my ridiculously bloody uh, 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 a blazer. Um, go into. Elena's closet, see if she has a blazer of some kind I can put on. Uh, she does. Uh, it is a garish shade of red. Okay, that's fine. I just need to not walk up to the front door of the neighbor's house covered in blood. Completely fair. And I am around, I am walking, and I am walking up to the front door, and I am knocking on it. <clears throat> There's a few minutes of just waiting and a older gentleman uh, roughly in his if you had to guess between 50s, 60s, late 50s, early 60s um, about 5 foot 8 Caucasian male opens the door. Uh, Can I help you? I'm sorry, I didn't wake you, did I? We'll, we'll say no. We'll say- uh, uh, all right. Um, hello. Uh, my name is. Um, that doesn't matter, really. Um, you wouldn't happen to be here by yourself, are you? Uh, ever since my wife died a couple years ago, it's just me. 
wonderful. That's not a creepy question to ask an old man. <laughs> and I'm going to lock eyes. I'm going to use dominate two. Okay. And I am going to say, do me a favor. Go back to bed and don't leave your bed for any reason whatsoever. Okay. Uh, what are the associated roles here? I don't uh, think mortals get one. No, no, they do. They do. Everybody gets a chance. Believe me, the number of times I have seen players fail to dominate someone. It always makes for good comedy. Um, so it is a manipulation leadership on my part. Um, versus their willpower. Difficulty four. All right. I don't know. You still have to roll to make it, but like once the once the you have given the command, if you succeed, they can't. They're like, they're resist fun. it as yeah. a mortal. Unless um, they have incredibly high willpower. That is two successes. So he just sort of blinks a couple of times like he's trying to absorb what you're saying. And uh, he'll yawn. Uh, Listen, I want to help you with everything you got going on, but I really need to get back to bed. You do that. Go on. Go on. Don't worry. I'll close the door for you. You want to just turn around and walk up the stairs. Wonderful. And I'm walking inside. I am seeing if he has any gas. Uh, going out through his backyard, there is another very similar setup, another shed, uh, riding mower this time instead of a push mower, which is, you know, funny considering it's a very small yard. Right. He's older. Uh, another full canister of gasoline. And I am dousing the inside of this house, too. <laughs> And Jeremy's going to have to make a humanity roll. I am 100% going to have to make a humanity roll. And I am okay with that. And I will make sure that it connects in the backyard. Like, as Simon's digging up the rose bushes, just sees me on the outside, like, reach over the fence and, like, make sure. No. <laughs> You're the worst Wilson ever. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, like this is gonna be so obviously arson. Like well, there's gonna be no question whatsoever, but they're not gonna know who the arson was for. I don't know exactly what happened, but uh there's a perfectly straight line of gasoline that goes from there to there, and I'm gonna have to say this is probably arson. This is gonna be just enough. To confuse the situation that they will not be able to properly investigate the matter. We fine. <laughs> oh. And then as I casually make my way back to the house, I'm if there's anything that looks kind of kind of like nicer, just some sort of sort of sort of nice thing in the in the old guy's house, be like, huh, that looks okay. <laughs> and I will just walk off with it. 
I mean, doesn't matter from, what it is. <laughs> from 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 Guire's angle, she basically has her own cryptid reputation to rely on for her for her murder. And as soon as we're ready, I'm just gonna light a match in in uh, in um, Elena's house. Let it bur- let let it start, and let things go from there. Okay. So all in all, it takes about an hour for you guys to break down the body, put it into the uh, the coffin from the back. Also, stuffing a rose bush in there and closing that up, and uh, you're gonna have to clean that <laughs> that card fucking cleaned out. Uh, <laughs> load that into the hearse and yeah, to the ambiance of the of the ghost tours. Cat, you. Light your match. Boom. And just race outside because that's going to be a lot of fire. I don't want to have to deal with. All right. Conscience roll. Yep. Ah, I feel kind of bad. You didn't botch, which means, you know, derangement. But no derangement. I got a success, so I legitimately feel bad. And somehow I don't lose a humanity point. For <laughs> getting the car for, for forcing a man to lay there as he burns alive. I mean, I feel like for some acts, there are there are situations where you might not take a derangement, but you still lose a humanity. That also might be true. <laughs> In fairness, my humanity is currently four. Okay, I mean, yeah, you might be low enough that that doesn't. Like, quiet. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. <clears throat> so basically, the way it happens for you is, oh, you, I'm in. One other thing. We might as well before we leave, unless you are opposed to the to, to the possibility. I'm assuming that Elena had some means of resources. So there means for it to all to burn up. She had she had money. Yeah, she had money. Do we want to search the house for that? The very least, I'm taking some of her clothes because there's some nice stuff in there, and I can get it. We have a tailor. I mean, yeah, take some valuable shit. All right. Okay. So you collect about ten really nice outfits. Nice. Um, and you guys are able to find. It's very quick to find her debit card, uh, but uh, she does have a few caches of actual cash stashed around the house. Sweet. And you clean out about $5,000. Delightful. Awesome. I mean, technically, this is all yours. As the next of kin. (laughs) You can can keep the clothes. Well, yes, I was obviously going to keep the clothes, but the money is yours. Yes, the money is mine. Thank you. So not and, next of kin person who whoever wins the war keeps the spoils. As everybody piles into the hearse, Simon slides into one side of the back seat, Cat slides into the other. And as the doors close, there's that feeling of oh fuck, that's a thing I just did. That crosses through Cat's mind. Yeah. Oh, well, something for the therapist I never, uh, I, I don't have. 
Murphy is going to take her phone and hook it to the speakers of her car. And as we're driving away, we don't we didn't start the fire by Billy Joel starts playing. Look, I'm not saying it's not funny. It is. You gotta flip that switch so that the neon sign you have on top of your hearse comes up and says we committed a murder. Just, yeah, just right. <laughs> it's a good it's a song. Uh okay. So now that the murder trio is finished, what, uh-huh. uh what <laughs> what is the destination for Elena's body? Back to Mercy's house. Which one? My Elena? Yes. My Elena uh, is my Elena is already staked and wrapped up in, in my house. That's right. That's right. I forgot about that. Um uh the, like I said, my front yard. Okay. Is Elena as at this point, is Elena's body a pile of ash in that coffin? Oh yeah. Okay. My front yard. So you guys get to Mercy's house, and it's it's about a thirty minute job to dig up the front garden, just open the casket and dump the ashes in, spread them around, and replant the rose bush. Well, this is going on. I will go ahead and give uh, Aguirre a call. Okay, so Aguirre, you make your way back to Elysium, and. As you get off your motorcycle, you start making your way inside. Uh, I assume beelining it for the prince. Oh, yes. And just as you go to knock on the door, your phone starts to ring. Pause for a second. Pull it out. Answer it. Yellow. Guire, how how was your evening? Just wrapping up a few loose ends. Same. What can Everything, I do for you? Nothing that uh, well, I just wanted to check in. Obviously, we lost track of each other. I don't even remember. Weren't we supposed to be doing something tonight, anyways? This is out of character. This is not. Was there something technically we were supposed to be doing? I uh, know we did that thing when we stopped Glory from, uh, you know, okay, continuing okay, to sick okay, the attack. Yeah. Uh, but no, I just wanted to make sure with everything going on out there that you're fine. As I can be right now. Wonderful. Um, all right. Well, I've got Simon and End of Mercy with me. Um, we're good here. I don't know where Rahab went. I suspect that she's probably tended to the wounded. Yeah, that's the thing. The thing that she does anyways. Um. All right, well... Actually, now that I think about it, I have a curiosity question. Mm-hmm. Let's say, theoretically, hypothetically, 
that there was somebody who had a member of your lineage on their payroll in a semi-permanent basis, or at least an ongoing basis. Does that contract typically end when that person is no more? So here's the funny thing about optimizing contracts. The contract ends, yes, technically, when that person dies and is no longer able to pay them. But as someone else just learned tonight, Asimites are not above personal relationships at times, and uh, infringing on those tends to have a high cost. All right. What happened to you? Someone who I gave a chance to live uh, was ballsy enough to throw a Molotov at somebody I cared about. Oh, dear. They don't exist anymore. I would not imagine so. I mean, that's fair. If there's this, vendettas are vendettas, regardless of, of, of where your blood lies. I don't know Uma's relationship to Elena, but if he cared about her, I would watch your back for a while. I mean, why would it? Why would I have to worry about that? This is all hypothetical. I know, but I'm not here to bullshit you with lawyer talk. I'm here to give you the honest truth. Watch your back. If such a thing were the case, I most certainly would. I'm sure Elena is just fine. I mean, she does go out in public, and tonight was a very hectic night, but... I'm sure she's very well capable of dealing with herself, dealing with mm -hmm. things herself. In All any right, event, well, as I've mentioned previously, while I will take on protective contracts that might occasionally clash me with the Asamites, we are, as a people, generally opposed to directly intervening with each other. Absolutely, and I would not ask that in, in any way, shape, or form. Um... I appreciate the answer. Uh, we'll hold on just a second. Where are we going after? Are we gonna? Stay? Are you staying here? If we need it somewhere else, no. And if I'm not needed somewhere else, I guess I'm staying here. You do have a busy night. All right, fair enough. Yeah. Um. So Mercy's going to be at her place. I will probably be going to my place if you need to find us. I imagine Simon will be going back to his shop. That tracks. If you need a place to stay, because I know it's a long trip back to your place, you know where I am. Mm -hmm. 
All right. Very well. Have a good evening. You as well. Meow. And Briar will hang up and knock on the prince's door. There's a bit of of waiting and then the door opens. Well, Uh, Guire says nothing but extends a small piece of ripped cloth with Vitae stained over it. She will not. She will open the door and allow you entrance. Don't step inside. So you took care of it, then? He won't be a problem anymore. Fantastic. So. I'm worried. I'm worried that this is just the first step. Oh, it probably is. Gloria used the distraction to steal your journal, so this is almost certainly only the beginning of her plans. What is it that she wants? To raise hell, as far as I know. She seems to be all the sabbat to the core that dear Sybil was with none of the grander purpose or tragic history. Fanaticism. Mm-hmm. I think she's just in it for the hell of it. So she's a wild card. Generally. This could be a problem. No, this is a problem. The way she was talking, I'm assuming that the journal she had from you has the itinerary for our friends coming into town. That plan took months. And I can't change it with three days left. Which means that you got three days to deal with the problem. And hopefully... Tonight was successful in lessening their numbers. Oh, there's certainly <laughs> a few less of them. Including two of their lieutenants, one who is no longer of this plane of existence, and the one who is, if she knows what's good for her, going to be leaving town soon. 
can't possibly imagine that Lori is simply in this whole thing for solely chaos. There's oh. something else there. I'm sure there's plenty of things to gain, but without knowing exactly what she's aiming to gain, it could be anything. It could be position in the Sabbat. It could be the territory that you own. It could be a chance to try and diabolize some of the oldest and most powerful vampires in the Camarilla. We could spend all night guessing at possible angles. This is true. So, the only thing we can do is be prepared. Our numbers are dwindling as well, unfortunately. Destiny informed me that we, on the whole, lost upwards of 30 members of our group. Do we have a tally of the enemy? Deaths. Uh, how many we've dealt with, yes. We know there are plenty left in reserve, but I want to know how well we've acquitted ourselves tonight. Not as high as I'd like, but better than they did to us. There were a few places that were attacked that Destiny did not find out about until it was too late to send individuals. So I don't know the final tally on their numbers. Do you have a plan, my friends? She will sit up on the desk in the room. Charlotte is lying on the couch in the corner. Gar will sort of look over and toss a weak smile. We have two issues. We don't know where their forces are being held, and Bailabog is still wandering around. On top of that, I believe Glory has Transylvanian dirt. Yeah, I need to deal with that before he gets too much rest back.
I am going to be honest. I haven't a clue. I have been able to fight back and hold them off for as long as I can. But with the inner circle coming within three days, it's if we cannot solve this before then there will be awful ramifications. And then I think it's about time you send a message. Do you have something in mind? There can only be so many heads to this snake that are willing to pop themselves from the earth to be cut off. If they see whoever takes power after the previous one die immediately afterward, though the next person will be more hesitant to try and step up and take command. Double so if their monster dies too. Can you and your Kotori handle this? I've killed one Methuselah already. Make sure to take Rehab. Yeah, I think she'll be necessary for this kind of thing. From what I have gathered, she has a knack for surviving. That and hindering whatever it is these uh, creatures are trying to do. She'll look at her wrist, which there's a rather elaborate wristwatch. Is this one will be up in an hour and a half? Get your wrist. All right. Things will begin anew at the next sunset. And, uh, well, I'm happy to take on this assassination mission for an upstart arms dealer, smuggler turned sabbat leader, and a monster out of ancient myth. Any support you might be able to provide would be appreciated. And we'll see what they can do. Flamethrowers, for one, maybe. This is not a bad idea. And by that, I mean both literal, actual flamethrowers and anyone who might be willing to work who's mastered the art of flames. She will pinch the bridge of her nose. You're about to tell me 
Really? Is he the foremost practitioner of the lure of flames among the Tremere? He's the one that is going to help, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess he gets a chance to prove himself. He's been doing exceptionally well at that. Alexander. You'll be needed on a combat mission tomorrow night. Is Alexander in the room, or did you just say that to the air? This is a phone call. On a phone? On a phone? <clears throat> no. 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 Brutally. Without prejudice. Fantastic. Uh, inform Rahab that she will also be going along. Click. He asked twice if he could get out of it. <laughs> we'll reach out to some other Tremere's that I know. They might not be too keen to help me after the events of tonight become divulged. Just give them the incentive that whoever performs the best and distinguishes themselves has a high chance of taking the, the newly opened primogen position. But Tremere are nothing if not ambitious. This is not a bad plan. But for now, go, Yitris. Yeah. I think it's about time I did that. Have a war. That has to be one in three days. Easy peasy, right? Nothing in life that was worth doing was ever easy. No, a few men who would argue that. I know a few men who'd argue that too, and they're part of the reason I say that. I forget we have similar stories. Good night, Quire. Good night, my prince. She walks over to a small mini fridge in the room, pulls out a blood bag, drags a finger across it, and just sort of puts it into Charlotte's mouth. You get rest, Charlotte. There is a very weak nod. And I leave and go find Ezra. It takes you probably a good 10 minutes to find her. She's actually running around 
making sure that individuals get blood bags. And that is for you. You take that. Go ahead. It is done? Yeah, it's done. I'm sure the apartment complex will be whispering about the devil of New Orleans for the next couple of days, but... And you left no trace, correct? No trace that could be followed back. Fantastic. All right, so I have helped here. Uh, Rahab has went to gather more blood, I believe. Yep. Would you begrudge me if I said that we need to retire for the night? No. I think that's a good idea. Especially because tomorrow night the real trouble begins. Part of me had hoped you would say that. The other part of me was really hoping you didn't. Well, we got three days to get a message across strong enough to tell the Sabbat to get the hell out of the city before the Archons arrive. Or Justicars. That's the word that is used for them. So, an easy task. There's only one message I can think of that's strong enough to do that. Killing Deloy. And by Labog. I see a small problem. Well... At the very worst case scenario, Bilobog's only going to get one night to rest. I mean more the fact that we don't know where either of them are. Fair. But Bilobog's hard to hide. Especially now that there, La Sombra is no longer around to use shadow magic to keep it hidden. Which means there's only a few places it can be hiding. Do you have any mortal contacts? A couple people owe me favors. I've been doing the bog wish routine since you've been gone. So fortune telling, fake fertility spells. And, and the occasional job for somebody who needs something done that isn't legal or necessarily possible by mortal hands. If you could contact someone to in the morning uh, throughout the day as she goes vaguely Russian um, throughout the day uh, go and check out warehouses in the Central Business District. You might be able to pin it down. I doubt they would have allowed Bailabog to stay in Lake Pontchartrain. 
After he was discovered last time? Probably not. And as far as I can tell, outside of an abandoned school or a church, warehouse is the best place. Besides, I don't know if Pilebog can go onto a hallowed ground. He would be the he would be the kind of creature that cared about that kind of thing. So I would before we let's get to where we're going, and then before we retire, I would suggest phoning in or texting in a favor. I did save the laugh of a smuggler who was bringing in the mirror a bit ago. I think you might have your favor. Yeah. And it's relatively simple. All they have to do is open a couple doors. And, you know, leave if they see the big giant monster. Easy enough. Yeah. So where are the two of you retiring for the evening? Are you going all the way back to the Bayou Shack? Are you going to Cats? Uh, how many hours do we have till sunrise? About an hour. Driving back to the Bayou Shack and be cutting it close. Mm-hmm. Uh... Yeah. We'll probably we'll probably head over to Cats. So Cat. Yep. As you get home, uh, you are greeted for once by silence. Awesome. <laughs> ah. Go home. Set my go go up into the go up in my room, put 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 my new outfits away. I'll have to get those those Taken in later. Um, take off the take off the jacket. Go into the workroom. All right. Ah. After, forgive me, Elena. It's bad for leaving you here. It's been a busy night, but let's get to work. And what I have explained before is a little bit of carpentry. There's a little bit of um, uh, 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 careful affixing of of, of of goggles so that nothing ever ever um, uh, 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 spoils her vision. Um, uh, uh, removal of uh, uh, let's just say making sure that her eyes cannot close. Okay. By removals. Um. Uh, uh, triple, like, like, I think I'd already done this part, but making sure that the stake that's in is like underneath something where it cannot like just come out on its own, whether through 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 any any particular kind of thing. Um, 
Uh, making sure she's bound up, etc. Um, and yeah, I, 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 I am working on all that for the rest of the the evening until, assumedly. Yeah, you will. You will hear the knock downstairs yep. as Ezra and Guayar uh, show up. Excuse me, I will be right back. Round, take off apron, head downstairs. Welcome. Evening. I will be. I have some work that I'm work that that, that I'm doing some clan business. Um. So. Feel free to have the run of the rest of the house. Just. I will be in my work room. I will probably sleep in there as well. Um, and if there's an emergency or anything, uh, just knock or or text. I will have my phone. Sounds good. Delightful. You'll excuse me. And yeah, I will spend the night working on that until it's time to go to sleep. As we're in Guire, we'll take the basement room. Okay. Uh, Guire will spend three blood while she's down there and very quickly perform the ritual of burning blade because that's going to be relevant. There we go. That's what I'm looking for. Oh, damn. All right. So that is five attacks with my cane sword that will now inflict aggravated damage before the ritual wears off. Yeah, that's that's impressive. Okay. So the two of you settle in. Can't you settle in for the mm-hmm. for... mercy? Yes. Simon parts ways after assisting you with the rose bushes and gets everything nice and proper. And mm-hmm. You're greeted by to a quiet house. Mm-hmm. And for the first time in a long time, you feel peace. And vampires don't feel tired, but a wave of exhaustion hits you. As you find your way to your bed and just collapse. Sounds about right. The sun rises and sets the day after Mardi Gras. A number of news reports report on the few attempted terrorist attacks on major locations within the city. A bunch of grainy cell phone camera videos depicting people doing slightly abnormal things, either wielding weapons that they shouldn't be able to, or uh, it almost looks like that one gentleman moved a car. Things don't add up. But 
It's Marty Girl. Shit's always weird. The number of reported deaths last night uh, is unable to be fully verified. Um, there are a few stories of a couple of individuals who helped break up one of the terrorist attacks at a hospital and a nurse that took control of the situation immediately. The news anchor ends by inviting everybody to continue to stay as safe and as well-armed as they can. Because obviously something is going on in the city of New Orleans. And you never know what corner the devil lurks around. The three of you, well, your whole coterie wakes up. Uh, I would have made that phone call, by the way, last night to call in favors. It is. The terms are easily agreeable. You saved his life. He owes you a favor and he uh, said he would do his best. So, Guire, as you wake, you have five missed calls in the same number. I'll return it. It rings and rings and rings. And just when you think the voicemail is about to pick up, I am assuming the uh, individual you referred to was Jack, correct? Yeah, the the driver that had been recruited by uh, the smuggling Elena. How can I do you, Guire? Got any news for me? Well, I got some good news, and I think I got some bad news. All right, hit me with both. So, uh, good news is I was able to go around. It's my free day, so... I didn't have to really do anything. I'm sitting in New Orleans thinking, you know, I don't have anything to do. Might as well do what Guire asked. So I went around the Central Business District and started uh, poking my nose around there all Snoopy-like, right? Mm -hmm. And I found something. I found quite a few things, actually. I don't know if he was uh, too well aware, but there's a lot of people just sleeping in them warehouses. Yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, which is fine and dandy, but um, the the thing I saw that uh it gave me pause. Uh, I I, I, I I've seen I've seen a lot of weird shit in my day. I mean, I did acid back in the eighties, so I've been all over this this world and this planet. So. But did it, look, anyway. did, it look, did it look like a bad acid trip with wings? Yeah, that that is the one way I would describe it. Yes. All right. Which warehouse did you find that in? He gives you uh, a street name and a lot number, and I I would I would say take. Not only 
whatever weapon you might need to fight that thing. I I suggest a bomb, but that's just me. Um, we got plans. The the thing that worried me most is the woman in the corner who just sat there fine with that thing in the other corner of the room. That tracks. You won't have to worry about either of them anymore. I recommend taking as little time as you need to before your job takes you to the next place. Oh, I understand that lingo. I will I will make my way down the dusty trail as fast as I can. And it's been a pleasure doing business with you, and I hope you stay out of trouble. Uh, same, and I definitely won't. <laughs> Click. All right. She'll pull out. She'll she'll pull up her list of contacts and call Alexander. The phone rings about three times. Click. Vincente. Mr. Ward. How can I assist you? Well, I'm sure the prince has already informed you of uh, the task you're dealing with. I need you and every fire slinger that you've got uh, that can help out to meet me at, and I'll give coordinates. So we're really attempting to kill Methuselah. I've already killed one. And you just hear silence over the phone. <laughs> we'll come back to that later. I'm not exactly liked in the Tremere clan right now. Yeah, but I'm sure the prince has already harangued a few more people with the opportunity of taking the now vacant primogen slot. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, uh, seat of the prime engine is going to be open real soon. So if you do, if you do your job good, and uh, prove yourself as you have been doing, you might have a shot at it. Sometimes I hate you. This isn't one of those times. Good, good. I'll see what numbers I can wrangle. We don't... Even even your most uh, combat-averse Tremere that knows how to sling some fire, they don't need to get close. We got warehouses to burn down. Okay. Anything else I need to know? Um, there's going to be some resistance, so be ready to run if you need to. I generally am. 
But if we get the drop on them while they're holding down and getting ready for their big plans, come quiet if you can, make as little noise as you can. But if we get the drop on them and manage to burn their buildings down while they're still inside, uh, things will start going real easy. Bunch of rot and vampires tearing each other apart inside a burning building makes it much easier to deal with the Methuselah. That's true. I'll see what I can do. Uh, what time should we meet? I'll give an appropriate time. I'll make it work. All right. I'll let the prince know that we're getting ready to move. This is stupid, you know. Oh, yeah. But if you do it right, it'll be glorious. I like the sound of that. It's worth it sometimes, doing something stupid that might be glorious. That's how you kind of be known as the devil in New Orleans. Or dead. Fair. But I've made it work so far. Remember, cats only have nine lives. I've only been through like five. I'll see you tonight. All right. And after that, I will call the prince. Claire's just calling everybody. Yep. The phone will ring once. Really fighting these meds. Uh, the phone will ring once, and she will pick up. Claire, tell me some good news, please. Uh, good news is we're making our move. Uh, I'll give her the address. We located the warehouses most of them are staying in. If we can get there before they start moving out too much, especially by LeBlanc, by LeBlanc going to have a real hard time moving out. We can set the entire warehouse district on fire and let them rot shrek each other to death and uh, soften up the Methuselah. This is actually a very good idea. I think we might be able to close this off. My sword is uh, ready and willing to go at this point, so. I have about 10 Tremere who are willing to join the cause. Good, good. Any, uh, any luck with getting more traditional flamethrowers? Patance. Two or three. All right. That's better than nothing. Some stocky boys who aren't afraid of a little fire to wield them, perhaps? I think so. All right. I'll give the time. If you can get everybody to meet us around there, I think we'll be good to execute this and... Depending on how many regular foot soldiers we catch in this fire trap, we might even thin their numbers out. 
True. I don't think they're moving Bellybog too much. So this is a very surgical precision style fight. I think it can be done. And when the big angry beast comes bursting through a flaming building because he's gone to Rot Shrek, I'll be there to cut him down. Let me know if there's anything else I can do. Have a cleanup squad ready to keep people from asking questions and shoot anybody who runs away. I can do that. I will contact Destiny and let him know that that we need a few of the members of his squad to help. It's ain't going to be quiet and it ain't going to be pretty, but it's the best chance you got of dealing with this tonight. Let's hope it. Let's hope it works. All right. See you later. Click. I will head out and greet uh, uh, Cat. Yep. Evening, Cat. Hello. How are you sleep? Pretty good, considering tonight I got to go kill another Methuselah. Jumping into it that quickly, are we? Well, we got three days till the Justicars show up, and uh, only one message is going to be loud enough to get the Sabbat out of here. I forgot. Everybody lose a blood point and gain a willpower. Oh, yeah. Yep. It's been quite a few sessions since the day, day counters clicked over. Yeah. Well, I'm going to go get a... I'm going to go get a snack on the way to the spot. I'd say we'll stay out of the warehouse district tonight if you don't want to get caught up in it. Is there anything you need that is not suicidal? Uh, interference, if you can do that. What kind of, you, there are lots of personal of interference. interference. Stop people from asking questions. If you can, shoot down anyone who runs away. Destiny Squad will be helping to do that, but any any extra you can give will be worthwhile. Be on the scene then. Yeah. All right. Fine. I suppose this. There's going to be a lot of fire, so keep your distance. You people are insane. Fair enough. Do we want? I want uh, Rahab's going to be joining me at the very least. Okay. Uh, the rest of you, if you want to gather up everyone else to help you run interference and be careful around the area, be my guest. I'm not going to force any of you. You've had a. It sounds like an, a productive night. Barely, I imagine. I imagine we can probably pry 
way to deal with deal with business. I'm sure it'll be fine. I look over at Azra. You joining me on this? Or are you gonna stay safe? It's up to you. She just started looking at you and blinked a few times. I mean, it is a Methuselah. A bigger one, more combat ready than the last one. Oh yeah, this is not gonna be like uh S Sybil. Sybil, thank you. It's not gonna be like Sybil at all. And as I'm saying that to you now, I realize this is the Gio this is the, the lawyer Giovanni trying to warn two Samites about physical danger, and now I feel dumb. You show concern for your friends. It's a good quality to have. Sure, let's call it that. Anyways, I have phone calls to make. All right. As uh, Azra and I are going to get going then. Yep. Okay. So we're going to get a snack on the way there because I, I used a lot of, I used basically the amount of blood that I took in in, the, <laughs> in that situation previously. Fantastic. Jeremy. Mm-hmm. What calls are you making? Uh, these, uh, I mean, only one person who is currently able to answer. <laughs> but yeah, I'm calling Mercy and Simon when that's available. Okay. Ring, ring. Hello. Good evening. Evening. How are your hobbies going? Quite nicely, thank you. And yours? Productive, which of course means that now is the time where we get interrupted. Of course. What is it this time? Our idiot killer friends have decided that now would be a good day to go 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 murder the winged creature oh so Guire and Azure are going over the battle bog yes that is exactly what I was trying not to say open over an open phone line but sure spare you people um, fucking lawyers, jeez. Yes, that is the plan. And they and thought that I'm we might be they thought we might be useful for uh um uh pest control. Kind of, but mostly uh, 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 convincing people to look the other way. A distraction. 
I mean, that could be one way to do it. I'm good at distractions. Fair enough. I'm seeing I, the episode Chaos Mercy show up again. <laughs> hey, listen, she's got a huge weight off her shoulders. She could be chaotic again. I mean, we'll probably be coordinating with... Um, Destiny. Destiny will know better how to utilize that situation. Uh, but yes, that's the general idea. If you're game. Oh, hey, I'm kind of all out of hobbies at the moment, so. You work quickly. Oh, I'm just waiting for. I'm waiting for nature to take its course. Fair enough. You wouldn't happen to have a, by the way, not related to distractionary purposes, you wouldn't happen to have a boat, do you? A boat? A boat. No. Okay, fair enough. Oh, right. Let's, I remember what your full description of your plan was that requires you to have a boat. Let's let's go. Let's uh, uh me, I'm do we need a uh, hot wire one? I can do that. No, 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 I can handle it. Um, that's for later, anyways. Now let's let's touch bases with with destiny and and see where we are wanted, where we are needed. You gotta get uh, more I'm heading over. Huh? You gotta get more gasoline? I don't know what you're talking about or why I would need gasoline or have ever used gasoline. Let's, I will meet up, I, I will meet, I will head over to your place and then we can or you can come here since you're the one with the car. That sounds like a good idea. See you soon. Click. Well, I'm God damn lawyers. Ugh. Too many people discussing crimes over phone lines for her for her taste. Uh whatever you're saying, Julia is not coming through. Yeah, I muted myself because I was coughing a second ago. Um I absolutely love all of this energy. It's fantastic. Oh, uh, I guess. I don't know why I'm talking. Nobody's here to hear me. But I guess... My, uh... Special dramatic distraction talents are needed once again. I would so hate to disappoint them. So I can put gasoline in my car and I'm going to go. So as you head towards Kat's house to begin preparations for an operation you're not sure can fully go off without too many hitches, that is where we will end for the evening. Don't.
Say goodbye, everybody. Bye. 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 Bye.